One sec. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the abortion debate. And I know this is probably the second abortion debate for all of you Nick videos fans that you've seen in like the last few days. I'm political Bonte on all platforms. My name is Adi. Um, we have Robert and Jonah here who are our liberal pro-choice students. And uh, we're going to be having a great conversation with them. So if you guys want to go around and introduce yourself, starting with uh, did you Jonah. Just call us, did you just call students? Yes. None okay. of us are students right now. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Uh -huh. um, I am Jonah. Jonah Axum on TikTok. I've been trying to debate Nick for a while. I'm a leftist, and this is my friend Robert. Yeah, I'm Robert. Um, I'm, I went to high school all four years with Jonah. Um, I'm also a leftist, market socialist, and yeah, I'm not really on TikTok. My brother is, but... Yeah, his brother's low-key big. His brother is, like, the size of you, Nick. Yeah, like, he's, like, really? almost 300 yeah. He doesn't make political content. He just, like, like makes, like, e-boy content. But I gotcha. Like, little yeah. Hardy type stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm Adi. Uh, I'm a conservative influencer. I'm, I'm bigger on Instagram, at Political Bonte on all platforms. Uh, Pro-life. And, uh, Nick, how about you? Um, my name is Nick Videos. I'm sure y'all have seen me on TikTok before for all of Bonty's fans. Um, I'm pro-life. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, so how do you guys want to get into this? I mean, y'all can start with your – you guys can both make an opening statement and then we'll both make an opening statement. And then we'll, I think like the conversation will probably flow pretty freely from there. And okay. if we need to propose questions, we can. Okay. okay. Um, I can start. Um, I'm pro-life because I believe in the, the intrinsic value of human life. And uh, I, I think that's the key to the pro-life argument. We actually have to, like, do you value a human life? And I also think in, in certain circumstances, it is a, uh, uh, what am I saying, cruel and uh, not, not a very nice procedure. And in a lot of cases, it, it, in most, in 98% of cases, it's not related to the health of the, the woman's body. So I think um, it's all about, understanding the intrinsic value of human life. Yeah. So um, the reason that I'm pro-life is just because I believe that all stages of human life have intrinsic value. The problem, the problem that I see with the pro-choice side is they always try and draw a false line at when to kill the fetus and when it becomes human. And the problem that I have with that is that anytime you do that, you can automatically apply that line to, to people that are already here. And that's the reason that I'm pro-life because it's, I believe it's like 95% of biologists um, agree that life begins at conception according to Princeton University of Chicago, as well as a couple other independent studies. Um, so yeah, that's, I, that's the only, that's the only thing. Like I just, I believe life begins at conception and that's the only, that's the only line that we can really draw that you can't apply to other people. So Robert, yeah. um, you, you can, you can start and then I'll go after you. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm pro-choice. Uh, this topic is very near and dear to my heart because uh, I am, I, I used to be Catholic. Yeah, I used to be very, very pro-life. So I understand where you guys are coming from. I understand, you know, it's it's not necessarily about controlling women, or, which is what a lot of liberals like posit. I, I understand we come from with like a genuine belief that a fetus is in fact a human being and it is a human being in all stages. Now, as I grew older, you know, kind of lost my faith a little bit and learned more about the issue, you know, I started to think that, you know, it's, it's a really, really complicated issue and you can't like, devolve it down to, you know, a person as a fetus, uh, as at conception has the exact same amount of, I don't like using the term value, but I'm going to anyways, um, as a, you know, person who's out of the womb. Jonah? Yeah. So my person, the reason I'm pro-choice, um, and, and also this is a topic that I, I do not like debating in general, because I think that regardless of whether you're pro-life or pro-choice, there should be a bipartisan effort to reduce the amount of people that have to get abortions just because- just because, like at the like at the bare minimum, conservatives dislike it so strongly. Thing by limiting the amount of abortions at the very bare minimum, but um, and I also think it's a constitutional thing, not a legislative thing. And I think that you have to focus on Supreme Court led uh, your Supreme Court case law rather than like legislation. But the reason that I'm pro-choice, you. Um, I view human life and personhood as a completely different thing. I think personhood is an experience that is unique to humans, and it's defined by um. Uh, interconnectivity between humans and intellectual sentience, and I believe that it definitively does not start before twenty-seven or twenty-four weeks. Okay, and so that, I have a question. I have a question. So you said you say personhood, right? Personhood mm -hmm. is is intellectual sentience, correct? Mm -hmm. Am I, okay. So so what about a person in a coma? 
So what about um, a person in a coma? So the, the thing about a person in a coma is that you can still have that same level of um, emotional connectivity to someone in a co coma. So like the, that's like really what defines um, the difference between being in a coma and never having developed, um, never having developed intellectual sentience or uh, personal emotional connection to me. I think that when you're in a coma, first of all, when you're in a coma, you do have a legal guardian that um, decides when your vegetative state has become too difficult to sustain and when it is time for you to stop being dependent because they just cannot afford it um, anymore that that is a legal process. I don't see a lot of people protesting that legal process, but I also think it's like fundamentally different than someone who has never had a human experience before. Okay. So one sec. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, the problem that I have with that argument is that if you say that intellectual sentience is the only, is like where you determine life, is no, that where you determine human life? Sentience, intellectual sentience plus personal connectivity. Yep. Okay. Well, so does it have to be both of those or either or? Um, it's a mixture, I, I, to be honest. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Go ahead, Monty. Okay. Yeah. So to your point about um, a person in a coma having the same level of connectivity to someone else, other people have high levels of connection to them. And, and, and that is true. But in the state of – in the vegetative state, in the state of a coma, you, you really aren't aware of any of that and you really don't have it. I mean – a lot of these people don't wake up, and and, and that's that's the truth. And um, secondly, I believe I believe you said I, I just I'm posing a question here. So would you agree that pulling the plug is, is a natural death, or would you say it's also ending a human life? I mean, it is the death. Pulling it is a death. Plug, but would you say pulling it's the plug implies that you have you are artificially keeping the person alive, right? Like pulling the plug means they're on a ventilator, they're on some sort of life support system. So actually what it is, is it's, it's unnatural. Keeping them alive is unnatural for our purposes. Right. They're already dead. You know, exactly. If, if really that's the thing. Exactly. There you go. If that's the thing. If you unplug, if you unplug somebody in a coma, you're just letting them die of their natural process. Okay. If you do an abortion, you're, you're disrupting that natural, not that natural process and you're killing so the fetus. I, I so don't it's think it's, no, it's safe thing. to say that those two things can't be compared then. I think that they can be compared because if you're I saying that can. intellectual, if you're saying that intellectual sentience constitutes personhood, then then people that are in connectivity because well, you forget right, about people, people in a coma don't have personal connectivity. Yeah, they do exactly. absolutely. People have connect, no, they people don't. form connections to people. Really, are they aware of it? Absolutely. Are they aware of it? Are they, are they aware? aware? Yeah, it doesn't aware. matter whether they're aware of it. Other people have connections to them. At the point of like 24 weeks in the womb, also the baby can hear the mother's voice and is kicking and everything as well. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, is the, is the quick and, and you said they have connections with other people. Other people wait, might wait, have wait, a connection wait. with them. Other people might have a connection with them, but that doesn't change the fact that they have no genuine connection with anybody in the vegetative state. Which is why there's a legal process by which people can end the life support of someone on a coma. Okay. Right. But so, the, the problem that I have with that is that there's the, the baby in the womb doesn't have that like will set out, like, look, pull the plug on me if this happens. They don't have that. They don't have, don't, a, have, they don't have a voice. If you enter right. a coma, there's a very low chance that you have a will set out. Yeah. So but people, but the, I think, the, the only thing but, me and Jonah were talking about is that, you know, personhood is a set of time and has two points. Do you guys agree that there are two points on either end when you become a person and you cease to become a person? Well, right, like at okay. death. We don't know when those points are. So my question uh, definitely not that. the first one. But do you agree that those two points exist at some point? They do exist at some point. But my question – so I just need to know this before you continue your argument. So are you saying there's no intrinsic value to human life if they haven't developed personhood? That's my question. So, so is there no intrinsic oh. value to human life if they haven't developed personhood? Because that's kind of what it sounds like you're saying. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's not that. So then why is it okay? There is no – I'm saying there's less. So I just have a little figure for you guys. Um, you guys believe that life begins at conception, right? That's a fact. Science yes. Fact. So according to – let me pull up this thing real fast. Uh, so, are you going to bring up the argument that some of them are – that like 60% of the, the scientists in that study were pro-choice? No, no, I'm not. It's, it's, so according to Diane Horbath-Cosper and OBGYN in Washington, D.C., there's an incredibly high rate of fertilized eggs that don't implant. Estimates run from 50 to 80%. Now, when those those eggs don't implant, you know, that's that's not a huge tragedy, right? No, because that's a natural process. Abortion is disrupting exactly. that natural process. Exactly. 
What's the difference though? Because it's but, a human okay, so life. No, right? Just let me finish. Just let me finish. What is the difference in terms of the tragedy of loss of human life of a fertilized egg and a, a full grown human being being shot or having a heart attack or being hit by a car? What is the difference okay. in tragedy? Okay, okay. Jonah, let me explain something to you. This is not about tragedy. This isn't about no, emotion. I, I know. I want to know. This I know. I want to know what's, what's worse about it. I want to know no. what's worse about it. I want to know okay. what's Okay, I'll explain. Let me explain. What's worse? So, so w when you're killing someone, right, you're you're disrupting the natural process. If I went and shot someone on the street, that's disrupting but no, but the what's natural process of how they're going to die. What? But what's sadder about that? Well, like, like if I lose my dad in a car crash or if my dad gets shot or if my dad just dies of old age, I'll be equally sad. What's what's like worse about the implication of someone dying well, mm -hmm. as a result of a fertilized egg never being implanted or someone dying as a result of okay. like something once they're already born? Okay, Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but but our, our argument here is not necessarily something because the sadness of the situation really depends on your perspective, where you are in the situation. Um, are you the mother? Are you the father? Are, are you someone else involved in that in that pregnancy or, or that life, right? But our argument is from the fact that ending a human life unnaturally is technically murder, right? I mean, you're you're disrupting the natural process, and so it's not about emotion, but it's about the fact that you're ending a human life. Nick, Nick, am I right on that? Is that where you're? Yeah, that's that's okay. that's why I agree. But you're distracted from my question and refusing to answer my question. I want you to answer I my question. Did. No, we I just didn't. Answer. He just did answer your question. No, you didn't. Not yeah, at all. We, he said he said that the no, pro life you, you movement is about a red herring. No, I no, didn't did. say the pro life no, movement is about anything. I, I didn't well, say the pro life movement. I just want you guys to explain the difference. Are you guys more sad when an egg isn't fertilized or when someone gets shot? Well, if an egg isn't fertilized, that if an egg isn't fertilized, what, what makes it? That I mean, if an egg, egg is fertilized, fertilized. it's not implanted. It's not. It gets fertilized. Not, it's not no, because it, no, because it's a natural, it's a natural process. process. Yeah, the whole so point. The whole point of, right? The, yeah, are, are you not sad sadder than an egg failing to be implanted? Right, like you guys. But here's the here's the difference. Here's the difference. We don't know that the egg didn't implant. Nobody knows that. You know that you're getting an abortion. You know that an old person is dying. It's completely that different. That doesn't make the death of the person any sadder. It doesn't make the death of the person any sadder. You're just distracting from the argument when you yeah. know in reality, I, I, in reality, know, just, that it is sadder for someone to die when they have achieved personhood than it is sad. Than right it when is they've sad. achieved fertilization. It is sad. It is sad. Getting someone getting shot is is sad. Okay, I'm not denying that. Absolutely. Unequivocally. Great job. Great job. But your question is such a loaded question. You're saying. So, so what, what makes abortion sadder? It's not about, no, it no, it's about, about the value of human life and ending a human life. I'm not talking about abortion. I'm talking Disrupting about fertilization. I'm talking about value of human life at certain points along that spectrum that we talked about, the spectrum with two ends, personally and non-personally. What we're arguing is that since you guys understand this, right? Like if a fetus dies, or sorry, not a fetus, but if it, an egg fails to implant, He's that's a lot him. less sad than a person dying of old age because the egg is not along that spectrum, has not achieved personhood, right? Well, here's the thing though. Nobody knows that the egg didn't implant. That's that what we're saying. Nobody happen. knows that. It doesn't mean it doesn't okay. happen. Exactly, but we're not sad about it. It's the argument of a tree falling in the forest. But 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 Nick, you that know is, okay, that now it you're you now you're equating plant life to human life. That is not a good no. argument. What? No, 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 no. Tree fall in the forest. Did a tree fall in the forest and nobody knows what happened? That's a philosophical principle. No, that's a philosophical principle. Nick, Nick, have you ever heard the phrase if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, doesn't make a sound? Okay, yes. And yeah, that, that's what that's what he's saying. He's not yeah, comparing okay. plant life. I thought, to human oh, my bad, my bad. Okay, I, okay. I, thought, I, thought were, I thought you were trying to equate a tree falling to human life. I was, no, I was no, definitely. My bad. That's my bad on that one. Here's the thing. Me and Nick are both able to say that, okay, if, if we were completely aware of the egg not implanting and we're completely aware of an old person dying of natural processes, they are sad, but the old person the old person dying may be sadder and it's all about perspective and who you are in direct relation to the situation. Exactly. But exactly. just because it's sadder doesn't change guys, the fact. Just, thank okay, you. But just, thank you. That's just, all we need. Just because it's, listen, listen, just because it's sadder doesn't mean that abortion isn't bad, okay? You're disrupting the natural process of human exactly. life. Exactly. Okay? You guys, it's you not, guys are having You're a, just trying to make an emotional argument here. Yeah, I mean, okay. here's we're the not thing. making an emotional sad, argument. Yes, you are. Like, you're talking about sad. You're you're talking about sadness. Well, let's, let's step away from being sad then. So, 
And then let's, let's, should we talk about it in terms of value, Jonah? Like, I think that might be it. You know, yeah, maybe maybe talk about it in sure, terms yeah. of value and the fact that it's a human life. That might be a better argument for well, you. But, but, but you, you believe that the, 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 the millions of fertilized eggs that just are thrown out each year is human life too, right? Yes, and I think that that, and, I, think but, that those, you, I think that those but, IVF clinics wait. that do that they should be shut down. That's not that should but, not but, be okay. But wait, it's, it's a natural process to even fertilize those eggs in the first place, right? That's exactly, not a but they sh- exactly, which is why they shouldn't do that. Which is why they shouldn't so, do that. Should people not be allowed to conceive through that because it's an interference in, 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 no, in the process? No, no, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that they shouldn't be allowed. You to should be able to throw it away. We're saying that they shouldn't be able to just conceive to just develop those and then use experiments on them and then throw them away because that's what a lot of those IVF clinics do. They don't even do they, guys, don't even ma- they don't even make need, the eggs with, wait, the, but, with the purpose of doing that. If you okay, want to talk I about need, IVF clinics, we can talk about IVF clinics. Okay. okay I, 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 I think they're away from the point here. This is an abortion oh. argument on IVF. Okay. Okay. But okay. do you guys not understand? I don't think you guys understand what we're arguing here. Do you guys not no, understand? We're arguing, exactly we're arguing against the disruption of natural processes, and you keep hitting us with these with these unnatural processes. Obviously, we're against them. There's no point to asking that question. Okay, well then let's. What let's about just talk about natural processes? Vaccines are unnatural processes. You can't say something's bad because it's unnatural. Is that the argument that you're making? No, we're no, saying that but, disrupting but, the natural process of human life is bad. But okay, so when you put grandma on life support, when you put grandma on a ventilator, a person that's different because you're keeping her alive. On a one is, that's different okay. because one, you're keeping her alive, and the other, you're killing. It's completely Wait, different. but 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 the statement is disrupting the natural flow of human life is bad, right? Yeah. Qualify that then. Qualify that then. We're saying that disrupting the natural flow of human good. life is bad. We're saying but that then disrupting the natural flow. You you need to qualify that disrupting the natural flow by killing them. We're saying that disrupting the natural. You know why they get put on a ventilator? It's so that they can resume the process of human life, of natural it's life. It's interference. No, when, it's not. No, 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 no. no. It's, listen, it's, listen. It's, We're, when you get on a ventilator, when you get on a ventilator, you're unable to continue your natural process of life, of living without the assistance, okay? And that is why they're put on a ventilator so they can get to that point again. And I mean, I just don't know how you can. unnatural disruption of the flow of human life. No, because but what we're what I'm what I'm oh, so you guys are you guys are let me listen, just listen, try listen, and help listen, you guys listen, out listen, listen. What I'm arguing, what I'm arguing is that disrupting the natural process of life in a negative way by killing is bad. Okay, that's completely okay. different. If you're trying to keep it alive, it's completely okay. different. So, so, so now we're we're back at this point, and we're talking about killing, right? Which is completely separate from disrupting the process of human life. In terms of like like the categorical statement of what's bad. Now Would we're talking like about ending human life no, unnaturally. Is that better for you? Ending human life on a much more defensible or not defensible. That would be a much more logical statement than saying disrupting the flow of human life. However, we are making the argument that personhood definitively starts after twenty four weeks. Who's and, saying that? And You're saying me and that? Jonah are okay. We don't know okay. when it happens, but we know that it does happen after that point. Okay, so are you saying without personhood, there's no value to human life? Yeah. So, so, so you let's go. No, explain to me. Explain to me. Explain to you. No. I think you and I have different versions of personhood that we're talking about. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going by we the standards Jonah laid out. I'm going by the exact standards Jonah laid out. We already explained. We already explained exactly what our defi- why the. The definition of a coma, first of all, accounts for our definition of personhood. Second of all, transcends our definition of personhood. But what about if somebody gets in a car crash, gets put in a coma for, say, say nine months, okay? That you know that they're going to come out of the coma in nine months. Can you just you stab know it? that? Can you, can you, yeah, you know, yeah, okay. I'm kind of using it as a, like a little, like, you know, nine months pregnancy, nine months coma, like just a little, just add a little spice to it. Okay. okay. Can you just kill them? They don't have any will. They don't have any will written up. They don't. No, like, nobody, no. And you guys understand this because they don't, they don't have emotional a, they don't, connections with them. And that no, 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 no. Let's say, let's say they have no friends. All their family is dead. Everything. Can you just can somebody just come in and stab would, them if they have they if they have die. no emotional connection? Then they to would anyone? die. They no, would but die. what if the do- no? What if the doctors know then that they're going to come out of the coma in nine months? Exactly. What if the coma is temporary and and there's direct evidence? That's, that that's not a back? thing that happens. It's not a thing that no, it's a it's a hypothetical. It doesn't can matter because that's not that, that's not the state that people are no, in a coma not, are in. Once that's you not a, once you no, once you're in a coma, listen, listen, listen. Once you're listen. in a coma for one month, once you're in a coma for one month, I believe everyone in a coma should be kept on for one month, and after that, you enter a vegetative state, and it becomes extremely unlikely that you'll ever recover. And at that point, I think it's it's okay to make the ethical decision about whether personhood has ended forever. Okay, so take it away from one month. Say that this person has no friends or family. Okay, nobody knows who they are. Or whatever so they get in the hospital, living in the woods. they they They're get in the by wolves. whoever. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. There's people that have no friends and family. 
Say it's a homeless person who doesn't have any friends and family, okay? Can you just kill them in the, if they're in a coma? No, Nick, people, homeless people have experiences. They have emotional connections. They okay, have- but what if nobody comes What if nobody comes to the hospital for them or anything and the doctors don't know anything? I have to go back to our original definition of personhood. What was it, Joan, again? It was um, emotional personal connectivity, uh, Emotional connectivity and intellectual sentience. Homeless but people definitely people intellectual there? sentience. But what if the people there, if he's in a coma, coma have buddy. Wait, 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 can I say something? Can I say something without being interrupted? The, the, you interrupted agreed, me like the, twice. Okay, I, I just want to know if I can finish this sentence without being interrupted. I, I'm sorry if I interrupted you. I didn't mean to. But um, regardless, um, we've agreed that personhood has a definitive start and a definitive end, even if we can't determine where that is. If you're in a coma and you are going to recover, then the definitive end of personhood has not been reached yet. And you should not, your life support should not be cut off. If you have not reached yet the start of personhood, that is completely different than not having reached the end of personhood. So, so is personhood life? That's the only question that matters No, here. personhood is not life. Why is it okay to end a human life? Explain Thank to me you. what you think person. is significant about a human life, and then uh, then we'll have this conversation. Explain to me what is specifically significant about a human life. What is significant about Oh, I don't about know. You? Maybe. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I just want to know. I just want to know. Because I know that you guys are using a definition of personhood, and you're chirping hey, that because you want to make this pro-life argument. What if a human just shot you? What's, what's so significant about that, bro? Like, I mean, come on. No, answer my question. Oh, answer my question. Yeah. Why? What? What is the natural sanctity in human life? Tell me. The natural sanctity in human life? Yeah. No, we're not don't, saying this because we don't believe there is. We just want to hear yeah, what you guys we, we believe there is, but you, you're, okay. at one personhood starts. But we want you guys to tell us what is significant oh, about human okay. life to you. I got you, bro. So since you're so interested in personhood, you know what's significant about human life? The opportunity to gain personhood. They aren't going to get to that point. I, I'm not concerned with exploring, exploring alternate realities. I don't care about that. I'm sorry, man, but I'm acting on the it, information that I have in the moment. It, I don't know anything. It's the potential. The, the value of human life is the potential to develop personhood and, and live a life, right? And 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 the I think we can potential all potential to again. develop personhood. The potential to develop personhood. Yes. Okay, so you agree that there is a point at which you have not achieved personhood when you are a fertilized egg or a fetus or an embryo. Yes, yeah, and I think we, there was. Okay, we there you go. That's there all we needed. Yeah. That's all you need for what? That still doesn't prove anything. That doesn't prove shit, dude. It absolutely does. The the, the intrinsic value is in personhood. The intrinsic value is in personhood, not in life. That's just what it is. You're taking away away the potential to reach personhood, and that's the issue. I I don't care about alternate realities. I'm acting on the information that I have currently. What are you even talking about? <laughs> Why would I not validate what you're talking about? Validate anything you you're saying, bro. Jesus Christ. Why would I why would I say, well, it's a possibility that this happens when I have information right now that is the only thing that is prevalent to my decision making? Because abortion is morally wrong. Whether you like it or not, ending human life is not right. Tautology. That's a complete tautology. Repeat your question. I want to know why I should be interested in exploring alternate realities of what could happen instead of acting on the information that what I currently have. What are you talking have. about alternate realities of what could happen? You like to, whether they would develop you, you have to rephrase this a little bit so you can get it. I'm saying that like, definitively, we do not know what's going to happen in the future. We make decisions based on the information. Okay. Well, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, I, I get the question. I can't hear you. I can't. I, I, I get you your question. That. I didn't hear what you said. Okay. Yeah, Joe, your Wi-Fi cut out. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, well, yeah, let yeah. me answer that. So Nick, his question was, um, if you don't know what's going to happen in the future, then then I'm just going to act on the information I have now and, and the life, right? So so here's the thing. Like you said, a person in a coma ha- is not necessarily activated in their person, but it has the potential to have it. But but wouldn't that potential be, be uh, no, an answer alternate my question. reality no, under no, your no, definition? Is no, it that also No, because we've already made the distinction that if you are in a coma, you are potentially between the start and the end of personhood. If you are a fetus who has not reached 24 weeks, yet, you are, by our definition, okay. Okay, before the, the end, start of personhood. So it's fundamentally end, different. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, though. Okay, but but if the end of personhood is, is post-coma, isn't that an alternate reality? I mean, you're saying that to develop personhood is an alternate reality. It's the same thing. Here, bro, making no. facial expressions isn't proving your point. No, no, it's not. 
Because yeah, it, what? No, it, you're it, saying it, that it, you're saying that you don't want to make decisions based on an alternate reality. Okay, so yeah. a person it's, it's in a coma. It's an alternate reality that they might have personhood again. We don't know if they will right, or not. But they exactly. haven't definitively lost it yet, which is why it's fundamentally different. A fetus fundamentally has not gained personhood. A person in a coma fundamentally has not lost personhood because you don't know what they're going in a coma. They don't have personhood. reality. If, if, you, if you're in a coma, coma first, no, no, you don't our definition of personhood includes people in coma. Our definition. Can we? Can we? Can we please use the real? Can, can you pull up an actual definition? And I'm sure that that's probably this right. Is a semantics sure. thing. We could call it gobbledygook, and it would have the same meaning. Okay. Well, I mean, this whole personhood argument does not. It literally says the, the status of being a person. It just says the status of being a person. Here's the thing. Yeah, which is it's a semantics thing. We could call it whatever we wanted and say this is the important uh, distinguishing factor. It doesn't matter how the word is specifically defined. Having personhood does not change the fact. It does not change the fact that abortion is effectively ending a human life. Are are you saying are you saying that? I, I, I mean, we're saying we're saying that, that that's a completely irrelevant premise. We're saying that personhood is the only determining factor. So you just think that life, you just think that some stages of life aren't as valuable. You just like to pick and choose. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. A fertilized egg is absolutely not as There it is. There it is. I'm glad that you got that out. Yes. A fertilized egg is absolutely not as valuable to me as a toddler. I, I, a I don't know why. A is not as valuable as a bullfrog. A sapling okay. is not as valuable okay. as a 500 year old sequoia. Okay, okay. Let, let's use this one. Um, a sixty-year-old McDonald's worker is not as valuable as an eighteen-year-old McDonald's worker because eighteen-year-olds can work for longer. No, no, already crossed the threshold. No, 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 please stop. I'm, I'm talking about value <laughs> as an entity, right? So the eighteen-year-old is is more valuable. So why can't you just fire all the sixteen-year-old, sixty-year-olds uh, just just for so no reason? Free market, free market. No, it's a comparison. Jonah, 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 don't get off on this. This is okay. So so what about what about the right to live, the right to life, liberty, and property? I mean, what about that? I mean, it, does that persons. just go out of the window? Does that just go out the window to you? I mean, it's for all persons. It's, it's for all persons. persons. Yeah, and well, it's an individual. And it's an individual beyond. human in the. It's an individual human in the womb. It's not a person until 24 weeks. Definitively, before 24 weeks, it's it, okay. not a person. Nick, it might be genetically completely separate from his parents. It might be a completely different entity. However, we're not saying that the entity is a person. We're saying that, therefore, it is not as valuable. See, I, I don't... Just I don't, because it's not just, as valuable. We, we, we can guys, disagree on You guys on don't that. have a response to this. You guys don't have a response to this. Um, no, uh, we don't have a response because we don't we don't agree with you. This, the whole the whole yeah, question of the it? the whole question of the pro life versus pro choice argument is whether the embryo as is as um is as intrinsically valuable as a fully grown person. Whether and you guys uh, don't have a response whether, for whether a baby classification of personhood, and it's okay. No, we we're saying that we're saying that all stages of human life are just as valuable. We don't care. And you can't provide rhetorical person. reasoning. We don't care. That. Like we did, we so we say that. Human life and personhood are distinct things. They overlap a lot, but they're distinct things. And we provide a rhetorical uh, argument for you know our claim that a personhood, you know, a person is more valuable. Um, and you guys just haven't. So we'd like to hear some of your reasoning for why, at all stages, at a zygote, why a person is more valuable. Yeah, Nick, is, is like the same value. Nick, would you like to go first? You can go first. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Okay. Okay. So, so you're asking, you're asking me, why, why the the beginning stages of human life are more or equally valuable than other stages of human life? Yep. There, there's a there's a quick answer to that. When when you're when you're in the womb when when you're in the womb at conception, right? You have the potential to do all of the same things that you have the potential to do if you're one year old, if you're two year old, if you're three years old, okay? You have the potential to do all of these things. And things things is just defined by opportunities and things like that in life. So why are we taking that away from people on purpose? Why? Why? Why, why is it okay to take away the potential to have all these opportunities and do things? things we take away potential from people every day. And the reason why is we're concerned with real world conditions and not alternate realities. 
it's it's fairly it's simple it's simple so you think that it so you think that it's okay to prevent a human life from becoming a from from being birthed just because they might grow up in poverty absolutely or like that? condoms nothing wrong nothing against condoms that would no, i never said no 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 life. no this is not about condoms this is about after plan b absolutely nothing wrong with plan b in my opinion i don't think that there's anything wrong with that yeah, so um, what we're saying is that we we cease the potential for human life at a lot of times and we're saying that you know um yeah, like we see the potential for human life at a lot of times in like our decision making. And we're saying that because there's no personhood, there's no difference in using a condom and having an abortion because there is no personhood and we're still taking away potential. And yeah, there, there's potential for human life at the moment. But a man, a man and a woman are sexually attracted to each other. That's when there's that's when potential for human life starts. Right, but it's different. Is it's different correct? because if you use okay. a, it's different because if you use a coma, if you if you use a condom, you're preventing fertilization. It's different. I use it's not the same when thing. I have sex. Um, but yeah, you're still presenting. You're okay. Okay. So what we're what we're arguing is that when you put on a condom and when you have an abortion, to us, they are basically the same thing because you are stopping the potential for human life without um, ending personhood. Right. Well, that, that's I, I, I mean. Okay, but yeah. I, I think I think you really have it twisted. What like the potential Why? for for you're you're okay when, when you're using a condom, you're ending the potential for human life. But I know you guys love the word personhood. When you're getting an abortion, you're, you're ending the potential for personhood, right? You're uh, doing when you yeah. use a condom, you're ending the potential for personhood because human yes. life starts okay, and then personhood like starts and they at the same time. There, there's like yeah, stages to this. Okay? There's having conception and birth. Those are the three stages. Two, th there's multiple potentials before you have sex, and then there's multiple potentials at conception, and there's multiple percent put, put, uh, potentials at potentials at birth. And exactly. I think I think exactly. you guys are convenient. No, I think you exactly. guys are conveniently glossing over that fact. You're you're just nicely. No, that's right our over argument it. is based on that. Our argument is based on that. No, your our argument, argument is, based is based on, on you don't value human life and personhood are at times concurrent. Bruh, everyone watching knows who won. Everyone watching knows who's winning. I, I, that's all I'm saying. Because y'all clearly do not have a reason that we we should weigh things based on the potential that they have instead of the physical characteristics that they currently have. Y'all keep just saying human life, human life, human life, and we've provided so, a rhetorical. Oh, you're not. You're not. You're not giving any empirical evidence that a person in a coma has personhood. Rhetorical argument. No, it, it, it's a rhetorical argument. It, it, there's no empirical evidence for a rhetorical argument. You can't okay. respond to our line so, of rhetoric. So if you want to, if you want to, if you want to make rhetorical arguments, our our rhetoric is that all human life is valuable. And that's, you need that's to explain and why. Qualify that statement for why no, human no, life is you, valuable before personhood. You're not saying why either. You're just saying personhood is more valuable than than all human life. That that's what yes. you've been saying the yep. entire time. Yeah, yep. because that's not a why. That's that just a statement. Humans, the two things that are unique to humans, in my opinion, intellectual sentience and personal connectivity. Cows, cows can think, cows can feel, cows have hearts, they have brains. They are not as valuable as humans because they do not have the same level of intellectual sentience or personal connectivity. My definition but, of personhood cows, is based on those two cows things. Cows have the potential for that either. No, they do matter. not. Possibly. Yes, we don't know. We don't no, know. They don't. I, I, theoretically, do not, theoretically, not the same. theoretically, in the <laughs> same way that, yeah, no, okay, this is, yeah, this is a stupid line of rhetoric, yeah. I don't know why I'm holding this up, but regardless, okay, so let me pose the question, regardless, you've conceded the point that there are multiple things that can happen at each stage, which means that necessarily that we should be yeah. acting on the information that we currently have rather than what could possibly happen. See where okay. we differ. On, see the issue is is where we differ on opinion. I think that if somebody has the potential to have personhood, that that life is valuable. You just don't see it as valuable as us. It's not about no, who so won the debate versus who lost the debate, like you're saying. It's just no, see it's the, difference difference the, the, the difference. The difference is argument. of our definitions. You can't. You can't defend your definition. That's that's a loss of a debate. No, it's not. We're saying that all stages of human life is valuable. Okay. Because and it's human life, and, and, and I know you love because to it's ask human life, why, Jonah. I know you like to ask for why. That's one. That's yeah. One this is the time we would debate to ask why. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. The reason why is because it's human life. Exactly, that's and another reason is, is the potential for personhood. 
you're saying human life is valuable because it's human life. It's just yes. a complete biology. Yeah. And it because, yes. has, and it, because exactly. it has the potential to have personhood. It, it has the potential to become this great, valuable thing that you guys define as personhood. And it, the fact is that it is human life. It is okay. human life. So you guys are saying that you think that human life at all stages uh, that starts conception is valuable because it has the potential to become a person. That says basically you guys are boiling down your argument to, right? We're, no, we're saying we're, we're literally saying all stages of human life is valuable. That's what we're saying. Okay. And they're valuable. And you guys, you guys keep on saying, though, they're valuable because they have the potential to become a person. Yes, it, it's, that's, that's exactly. part of it. Okay. But that's, that's part, part of it. So yes. what you guys take fault with ending human life is ending the potential to become a person. You know, like abortion is ending the potential to become a person, right? It's, it's ending the potential to become a fully grown functioning human and everything. Okay. And what we and Joan are saying is that you need to rhetorically separate the instances in which we do that all the time. We take away the potential person all the time. And you guys need to elucidate. Yeah, yeah, we take it away all the time by, by uh, 300,000 abortions by Planned Parenthood every year. You're right. We do do it all the time. That, 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 that's unnecessary. That, that, bro, shut up. Let, let Robert talk. Okay, go ahead. So, Someone's mad. No, we're I, saying, I'm not mad. You're just going in circles, but go ahead. No, no. So, well, me and Joan, you guys are mad. You guys think abortion is wrong because it takes away that potential. And you yes. guys have yet to draw a line at which, you know, um, at what point do you think, you know, taking away potential begins to become bad? Yeah. What what point does potential become close enough to being realized? To you guys are drawing arbitrary distinctions about the closeness of realizing potential when we're using a real world metric to measure what is personhood, and you guys cannot respond to that real world metric. In yeah, fact, yeah. you're not even trying to respond to that real world metric, and just saying all human life is valuable and the potential to human life is valuable while not defending the distinction between preventing someone from using a condom and preventing someone from growing from a embryo into a person. Because if okay, somebody well, uses a condom, yeah. fertilization doesn't occur. It's not yeah, a new human away, life. There's no, there's no, new, it's no, an no, unnatural, no, no. there's it's no, unnatural, no, 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 it's an unnatural prevention of human life. Is that incorrect? Well, right, that right, incorrect? but it's different because a okay. new human life hasn't started at that well, point. Well, well, to Jonah's point, when does it become actualized? It becomes actualized as soon as the egg is fertilized and, and it's actually in the process of a developing human being. Yes, That's we when think that is actualized. human life. Great. Yeah, exactly. And we're, and the, see, this is a different But human life is not equivalent to human personhood. And you guys can't or, defend the claim that personhood is a better weighing standard for when you should be able to get an abortion than human life. You can't you, you can't defend your claim uh, uh, about abortion. You're not, you're not saying why it's not better. You're, you're not saying we why are. it's better. Human life isn't human life isn't. There are no experiences unique to humans that happen just because of human life. There are. You, you, oh, why is that better? I mean, why is that better? Why is that better? What's the, the difference you, between a human embryo and a fish embryo? One They're is a human like, well, and one is 99 a 99% the same DNA. One is they, a human and, 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 and one at, is a At that fish. point, they have the exact same experiences. Their experience is just sitting in a, a womb somewhere. It's, it's the same shit. Well, it's completely it's different. different. It's completely different. You know, the eggs, I don't, you know, the eggs don't sit why? in a womb. Tell us why, Nick. Tell because us why one is a human and one is a fish. That's Tell me why. why that matters up to that point in their lives when they have not realized any of the opportunities that humans have. You like just because they don't. Re okay, well now let's go back to the personal thing. People in a coma don't realize their personal connections. Does that take but their away personhood the value? hasn't ended yet by our rhetorical that, definition no, but, of personhood? But does that take away the value of their personhood if, if they don't Absolutely realize not, it? Just like their personhood hasn't like definitively like ended. The personhood hasn't definitively ended yet, which is in our rhetorical definition why they are still considered a person. But but you're you're just using the argument realized. You're you're saying they don't realize the potential they have. Well, people in a coma don't realize their personhood either. They so absolutely that, that have the ability to do that. They have done that before, and they have the opportunity to do it again as a continuation, not as a new experience. And we're just we just have different definitions of value of like the value of like different stages of human life. We're yeah, saying we that we defended ours, and you guys have just said yeah, human, life is ours too. human life. 
you're saying human life is human life, having given yeah, any and, and because of the fact reason. that you're taking away the the potential to personhood, and I know you guys love personhood. You're taking away the potential of that. That that's another reason. I mean, I mean, the, it, it's a moral qualm, bro. Like your argument is that is that human life is not as valuable in different stages, right? Yep, because Absolutely. it doesn't have personhood at some stage. At the threshold of personhood, that's when human life becomes valuable. Okay. Well, well. So, so a person in vegetative state, when when you guys define it as their personhood has ended in a coma, is it okay to go and stab them? Is it okay? Like if I was like, oh, stab. Like, is that okay? I mean, is that okay? If their personhood has ended in that point. Um. Yeah. Well, why why are we keeping them alive if they're in a vegetative state? What if the what if the family because, wants because to keep them alive? Human? Exactly. No, no, no. If the family wants to keep them alive, but I go and stab them. If okay, then that's inconsiderate. Then, then, then that is inconsiderate it's to the family. Inconsiderate. It's the family. It's the family. It's murder. No, it's not inconsiderate to the family. Sure, it's murder in the sense that you're depriving the family of the opportunity of having someone that they love in the world. Not in the sense that you're doing anything that negatively impacts someone who's in a permanent vegetative state. You're de- you're de- when 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 ab- when abortion you're, you're okay. Look, obviously we're saying that stabbing somebody in vegetative state is is wrong. Like that's just like me, me and Jordan. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because they don't have. Per- so why isn't it wrong to va- so why, why isn't it wrong to vacuum suction a fetus out? Why isn't exactly. that wrong? Why is you're saying why the isn't fetus it wrong doesn't have personhood? You're saying the fetus doesn't have personhood? Absolutely not. Well, yeah, bro. That's the crux the, of our bro, argument that a fetus no, isn't bro, a person. Bro, you, I said you're saying the fetus doesn't have personhood, and you said does does have personhood. You said absolutely not. Yeah, I said yeah. Doesn't, as in, I, sometimes fetus. you can use it in the English language. You can use a negative to agree with someone who's made a negative statement about something. So I meant oh, I oh, agree. Thank you for teaching me English, man. Thank you. I, I'm, uh, I, I'm just I'm really clarifying. Happy. I'm just clarifying. I'm just clarifying that I believe okay. that a fetus is not oh. a personhood. Okay, let me. Are you really going on by Jonah misspoken as like to move along your argument? Like, no, I'm not. I'm just trying to respond to you, Robert. Okay, thank you. So, so you said obviously we agree that it's like wrong to uh, to stop someone in a vegetative state. Good. Yeah. The person of vegetative state doesn't have personhood, and and you guys have stated that multiple times. So, and it's not okay to stab them. So what about a fetus before 24 weeks, is, uh, I think is the standard that you guys gave us. They don't have personhood. Would it be okay to just go and stab that? Would it be okay to vacuum Some, it out? Would it be able okay to rip its arms and legs off and pull it out of uh, out of the mother? I mean, it's now, the same. Now, exact now you're going by motion. You're making appeals to, you know, vacuum. No, 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 no. No, 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 we're, no, 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 we're giving I'm you how an abortion the works. We're telling you how Oh, yeah, I'm works. fully aware. You know, I had to go watch all the videos and, like, the, the, the crazy, like, you know, Catholic you movies. had to yes religious ed happens okay. bro like look all the arguments that you guys have used i used to believe in and i've had a lot of personal turmoil of this and that's why i'm personal anecdotes are an argument look okay look that wasn't part of my argument that's just me trying to relate to you guys a little bit because you know the entire point of an argument is to change another person's mind i'm telling you guys okay, okay. I'm gonna pull up a comment. I want to know if you guys if you guys think this, okay? Because right. this is also an important part of the abortion argument, and I think we're going in circles at this point because we uh, we we, just, we can't agree, we can't agree at this point on when human life is intrinsically valuable. Right, and we can defend our claim. Um, yeah, and so can we. You said yourself, kind of, but not really. We're saying that the potential to have personhood is valuable. That's what we consider as value. You consider something different as value. It's just different. The potential to have personhood exists. Uh, imagine having a man make a woman's choice. LMAO. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think that's what the argument is necessarily about yeah, at yeah. all. Also, also, just because it's it's a man making the decision, just because a man can't get an abortion, doesn't change the fact that abortion is inherently evil. And just just like slavery. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, shut up. It is evil. I mean, you acknowledge that, but uh, no, I just didn't. like white, no, I like, didn't. What? Okay, just, just, just like, just like white people were were also against slavery in the in the 1800s. I mean, I mean, that's just a terrible argument, lexx. But uh, go for it, man. So, so what were you saying? Just Jenna? one, one thing you got to keep in mind: the nine justices who decided Roe v. Wade were all men. So anybody who thinks that, like anybody who thinks that men can't have an opinion is just that's stupid. Not a, that's not an efficient argument. Um, I, I don't need to comment on its veracity because you, you won't get anywhere making that argument. Um, it, that's that's kind of like that, – that's another example of – Because me and Jonah aren't really debating whether women should or should not have abortion. We're debating the morality. We're not trying to make decisions for women. You know, that's just not what we're doing out here. 
Yeah, we're not telling them whether they should or shouldn't. Um, we, we personally believe, I, at the very least, at the very least, um, I, I think it's safe to say that um, that uh, there is a legitimate difference in opinion between some people considering the start of personhood at one point and some people considering the start of personhood at another point. That's a legitimate, like, at least you guys could admit that that's a legitimate divergence, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you guys want so to that, pivot our, our debate away from, you know, like this very rhetorical, very philosophical and talk about more about the real world effects of abortion and how it affects our lives as a whole. Sure. All right. So one of the reasons that me and Jonah also believe that abortion should be legal, and that's what we're really talking about. Now we're pivoting away from the morality of abortion. Like let's just forget about whether it's moral or not. Let's talk about legal. Um, me and Jonah believe that among other things that, sorry, abortion should be legal because abortion is going to happen and abortion has gone down since it's been legalized. I think that's a good thing. Joni, you can probably flesh that better than I can. Yeah, well, I, I just think that when you're talking about the limitations of abortion, I think that illegality isn't necessarily the most expedient way to go about it. I think that advertising and making sure that people have proper contraceptive care and education, not just in school, because that doesn't work necessarily, but like in terms of like advertisements and PSAs and like um, stuff like that, that get out the general um, information to the population, as well as providing contraceptives to people is, is far more important in reducing abortion rates than actual the actual act of banning abortion. Um, yeah, no, yeah. none of neither of us want to just ban abortion and do nothing yeah. else. So, so no, wait, so, no, nobody in the pro-life movement wants to do that. There yeah, has to be yeah, other stuff yeah. done first, obviously. And that's stuff that we can agree on. But what we probably won't be able to agree on is that um, is that abortion is a the rates are fairly unaffected by its legality. Um, maybe there's a slight change, but um, then they, they become. Good. Well, yes, it absolutely is. It absolutely look, is. Look, look, look at the country. Look at the country. Look at the Abortion rates do not drop as a result of restrictions through Guttmacher Institute. Um, we also have since okay. uh, in Let 2011, 1.1 million abortions were performed, a 13% decline from 2008. The abortion rate in 2011 was the lowest rate since 1973, which was Roe versus Wade. So, but and, but, but, and, in, and in, in 1972, only 39, only 39 women died from illegal abort, 39 deaths from illegal abortions. If you're if you're giving us a case study of something that happened 50 years ago, it's not going to be nearly as persuasive. No, as we're the giving info you what we happened. Right that, that was, that was we're giving you what, what happened in Malta. In Malta, what year in Malta? I don't remember the exact year, but Malta banned abortions, well, and they it? also they also did other stuff and. Like literally, people almost never get abortions there anymore at all. The only time that people get abortions is they fly overseas because there's like, I mean, obviously there's a lot okay. of people. So what's the religious really your... make of a Malta? Huh? What? So just I'm not asking very specific, but Malta is majority what religion? I can I don't know off the top of my head. Roman Catholic, Catholic. right? Yeah. It's it's yeah. It is a island country heavily influenced by Italy and Sicily. Um, and the people there just don't get abortions. That's their personal choice because they're religious, and, and they're, they're okay you, with them making that. No, 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 no. It used to you, be legal. There. It used to be legal there, though. You, you, when you they made it illegal, it went down though. significantly. You, you yeah, know, they fly overseas, though, right? They fly overseas, though, right? Yeah, yeah, but the reason why the, the, so then, then it doesn't matter. It's not, it's, it's, it's not, not at no, no, no. the same level. Please, come on, be realistic. See, see, How do you know? Okay, well, then find the effective abortion rate. Let's say that every woman who has sex in Malta that wants an abortion, you know. Find that effective abortion rate, which accounts for overseas um, abortions. You will yeah, probably this, find that they're about the same. Yeah, because this, this this stat doesn't mean it. Because Malta is a pretty well-off nation as well, which is uh, it, it, like socioeconomic barriers to going overseas and getting an abortion are also a huge factor in the United States. Considering it's much more difficult to leave, and it's also not in Europe that has open borders. So I I I, I think that. Um, I, I think that if you look at Malta's like actualized data, it'll be different, but you guys don't have that data for us. And therefore your statistic okay, doesn't mean anything. Here, here. To me I'll, I'll give you some data. Okay. 1970. So do you know when Roe v. Wade happened? 50 years ago. Okay. Let me finish, please. So do you know when Roe v. Wade, Roe v. Wade happened? 50 years ago. Exactly. 1973. So I'm going to talk about 1972 when abortion, in fact, was illegal. Only 39 deaths from illegal abortion in 1972. Right. And, and there were a over a hundred thousand, and there were over a hundred thousand abortions, legal and illegal, that year. That, that sounds like a lot. 
right? What? what? Yeah, but it's less. It's a lot less than a million, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot less. We're than not. A we're nowhere near a million. Yes, we are. There's like yes, over nine hundred thousand every year. Hold on, hold on, it's hold over nine hundred thousand every so year. What exactly are you guys trying to argue with that figure? Because because statistics mean nothing without an argument. We're, we're trying. We're trying to argue that there wouldn't be a large influx of illegal abortions if it was illegal. If it was made Thank illegal. You. Um, I, I think that you would see. Um, I think that you would see rich people just leaving the country to get abortions, and I think you'd see poor people performing lots of unsafe abortions, considering that if you're oh, poor, the social state- Why did safety... only 39 people die from illegal abortions then, bro? Why were there Because illegal, illegal abortions aren't usually what you think they are. They're, you know, there's, people have this image of like, like a coat hanger and, you know, everything, but illegal abortions back then, um, you know, we read about it. Remember Zombie Jonah? About yeah, where, I do. Yeah, where I she goes in- they usually they were usually done by you know a nurse you paid under the table you got a vocal reference from you know abortions of course you will never be as safe as they are now because it is legal but to make it seem like they were like some like always horrific always you know we never said that they were horrific we never said any we never said any of that Robert, I think what we they're didn't trying even to say argue is that, that uh, illegal abortions are not super unsafe for the women. I think that's no. Is, Okay, we're so trying to we'll, argue uh, that there wasn't a huge problem of people what? getting harmed from. We're trying to argue that there wasn't a huge illegal abortion problem the year before Roe v. Wade. That's what and we're. And you don't have about. any statistics about how many illegal abortions there were. Just okay, let me pull died. it up. I'm sorry, I don't have. I'm sorry, I'm not a walking book. I I just want to know the statistic in order for you to have a persuasive argument. If you don't provide me a stat, how am I supposed to know? Seventy-two. Okay, yeah. Here's the here's the thing. Um, 1970, 193,000 abortions, and uh, in 2016, there were around 666,000 abortions. What about not 1993? I mean, 1973. 1973. Yeah. 615,831, and that, that 1973 was the year that they were legalized. By the way. Okay. So. So. So, so there was what? a massive decline. There was a massive decline before Roe v. Before Roe v. Wade, there was way less. And again, but we're not arguing to just ban abortions. There has to be exactly. other stuff done, like more. See, I'd be perfectly fine with funding Planned Parenthood. I don't know about you, Vaughn. Number, you, wait, wait. No. I'd be perfectly fine with funding stat, it as long as they stop wait, doing abortions. Wait, no, but but wait, wait a second. This stat says number of abortions reported to the CDC, 1972, 586,000, 1973, 615,000. Where, mm -hmm. where are you looking at? This on Wikipedia. Uh, drop it in the chat. Uh, but, okay. okay. Since since the data conflicts on that, we, we can't really do like a substantive argument. So I mean, it doesn't conflict. It, it doesn't conflict. The numbers are there. Um, that that's not really conflicting. The numbers are there. The, the numbers went up um, after it was legalized, and that that is also fact. So I, I okay, yeah, I mean. the numbers went up after it was legalized. Uh, I'm I'm sure that you know people drinking also went up after prohibition. But but it was it was a large influx, man. Yeah, I, I have conflicting data on that. This says that there were five hundred eighty-six thousand in nineteen seventy-two and six hundred fifteen thousand in nineteen seventy-three. What, so what about nineteen seventy? What about 1970? Nineteen seventy—that's one one hundred ninety-three thousand reported to the CDC. Yeah, but but, but, th but there that, were that's also reported to the regulations CDC. leading up to Roe v. Wade. But but that's reported to the CDC. People don't mm -hmm. always report abortions. Yeah, I don't know why you would report an abortion to the CDC if they ask you if you got an abortion and it was illegal, so, right? So, right. so why did the numbers go up? Why did the numbers what? go up to, in 1972? Then, if, if people weren't reporting them, because it was becoming more and more legal, as you just said. So we're the, saying the, we're trying to that, argue that's that. The reason, that's, that's the reason for the increase. That's the so, reason for the reporting increase. No, we we both, increase we both is are not using a correlation regular. argument. That's not directly causation. Okay, I mean, we're both we're both using the same argument in different ways. Yeah. So what we're trying to argue is that because. The legality went up, reporting increased, but the number all, overall rate of abortions in the United States did not change. How do you know that? Well, I mean, you're not just, as Jonah said to me. We we ago, don't, but you don't know anything contrary, and that that supports. We, we're looking at the data. We look at data. Oh, no, no, uh, that's uh, okay. 
we're looking at statistical evidence from other countries, um, and we're saying that it's unlikely that that is the case based but on here's, the abortion rates in countries with high abortion with restrictions that. and the abortion rates in countries with low also, abortion restrictions. But here's here's the problem. Here's the problem that I have with that argument is most of the other countries that have banned them have been third world countries. First of all, second, they have also almost every country has banned contraceptives contraceptives as well. And nobody in the pro life movement wants to ban contraceptives. We want to make them more accessible. You kidding me? Okay, the the vast majority of the pro life movement does not want to ban contraceptives. Uh, but the lawmakers, the lawmakers might disagree with you on that. Uh, I don't think that I don't think that the Supreme Court is gonna. gonna but it, it doesn't matter because you have to make them free. It's not a bit like the, the the federal government absolutely has the the um the legislative space to not provide contraceptives for free, and that will happen if you um if you repeal Roe v. Wade. Um, but. Regardless, I, that that number reported to the CDC isn't statistically significant to me because there's no actual reporting to back it up, or there, there's there's no metric to measure it by or back it up. Um, I need to see a study confirming that it's a viable measure of how many people were getting abortions. Um, that's not particularly convincing to me personally. I don't know about you, Robert. So, so then you're yeah, arguing what you guys are trying to argue with that number. Like, no, no, you guys no, no. are trying, we're trying to, to we're trying to argue that there wasn't a, a large influx of people dying or getting harmed from illegal abortions the year before Roe v. Wade. Exactly. So I mean, well, there, there, there okay, is a twenty percent increase in crime if you're talking about demonstrable impacts no, as no, no, a result. No. They're, they're, so let's let's just keep on looking at this argument that because abortions weren't necessarily dangerous to women. That's what you guys are trying to argue. Illegal abortions weren't necessarily dangerous because when they became legal, there wasn't a very large interest increase in deaths, right? No one said that. No, no, I'm just trying to extrapolate what you guys were, you know, using this data for. And okay, let me tell you, you guys can feel free to correct me. I mean, Nick, Nick already said what we were using the data for perfectly, but to reiterate so that you guys can understand, we are trying to say that if we were to ban abortion and had alternative options like more access to contraceptives, better sex education outside of just abstinence, which is absolutely stupid to teach. And, and other, outside of schools too. That's and outside of schools, more, more social programs in terms, of, in terms of that aspect. We're saying that if we were to ban abortions, the number of illegal abortions would not even be close to the number of legal abortions we were having pre-banned. And we disagree with you on that. We um, th 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 we think that the the data okay, does but not. Why? But why? So this is another Wait, rhetorical argument, just like your argument at the beginning. And, and you said that we okay, we had provide you with the why. So you're you're having a failure to provide me with the why. No, I, the, the reason why is because if abortion is completely illegal and there is no motion to make it legal, there is a very low chance women will report their abortions to the CDC, which is the data that you're referencing, right? Does that not make sense? Is that not like a logical assumption? To but yeah, it does, but if you don't think that the, if, if you don't okay, think that so, we put so that's, in, that's if you don't think that, no, 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 no. If you don't think, if you don't think that, okay, but the death number is persuasive because that's the number of deaths. Okay. What? The, 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 the death the amount of women who died? The amount of women who died? From yeah, illegal that, abortions. But, but we've agreed that that's a statistically insignificant number regardless. That's not something so, that we should be using no, to make arguments. It's not because regardless. we're trying to say that there's not going to be a bunch of people. Because the pro-choice movement used to, tries to say, oh, there's going to be millions and millions of people. Maybe not millions, but thousands and thousands of people dying. Yeah, from we, that's we haven't a bad made argument. that argument. No, I know, I know, I know. You I'm trying to just commenting us by bringing up that statistic, right? We have not said anything about that. But your use, But your use of the statistic is that um, the rates won't change because I, I remember you guys were also trying to use the same exact statistic to say the rates won't change. But if it's invalid for our point, why isn't it invalid for your point? It's invalid for both. I'll give you that. I'll concede yeah, that. I'll give you that. Yep. Okay. Well, let's, let's, move let's, move okay. let's move on then. Nullify there. Yeah. We have about two minutes and something seconds left because I know now, we said one hour. Why are all the Groypers in this stream? Yeah, dude, all these freaking alt-right Nazi pieces, of not Nazi, but like all these alt-writers like, debate Nick Fuentes, debate Nick Fuentes. Bro, maybe <laughs> they want will. me to. Dude, he made a TikTok account. I know. You know who Nick Fuentes is? Maybe no, we will. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I don't know he's. he's like the America First dude. Oh my God. America yeah. First is such a lit policy. Hold up, hold up. Here, here, let me, let me, let me play the video for everybody to see in here. I'm sure y'all. This is the video he made. It's like edited on like an iMovie. You just made like an EDM trap music like remix of what is this? Cringe. Cringe. And he oh, made it of me.
<laughs> no, he calls I, me. He calls me a fake conservative because I don't think that because I think that um, deporting all illegals would be a bad idea. We're not alt right, idiot. That sounds exactly uh, like something an alt right uh, person would say. Uh, you know exactly. what? He calls himself a conservative, and he says I'm not because I don't want to just deport everyone. Yeah, yeah no. What? And deporting everyone is objectively bad policy. Like, they, they, so they, they think that it could cost more than the war in Iraq to deport everyone. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. fourteen can. to twenty trillion dollars. The war in Iraq is also a very necessary war. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm not a uh, neocon. I don't like imperialism. Yeah, yes, that's good. That's good. I, re- good. I, 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 gotta say, I, I don't, I don't agree with libertarians on hardly anything, but I, I respect their ideological consistency, <laughs> right? Like, like neocons are just like like big government neocons and neoliberals are like big government when it's convenient and small government when it's not. Well, neoliberal. Okay, uh, well, uh, neoliberal. Like, and po- if we're talking political theory, neoliberal is just somebody who believes in free market capitalism. Yeah, like, yeah, but like, I, I don't but know. it's not this neolib- neoliberal is just something like on the the x axis of the political spectrum. I yeah. think of like not- neoliberal as like Reagan Thatcherism. That's like, yeah, and Reagan would Reagan would be considered a neoliberal. Yeah. Reagan was a beast. Favorite president. Shut up! There's no way he's your favorite president as a leftist. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, See, uh, I, 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 I don't give him as much credit as most conservatives. We can keep on going, Dottie. I mean, like this is like. Uh, we, I mean, we can. Right, Nick, are you down to yeah, keep we, going? Or, I mean, if we, if y'all want to, I can't stay I for like that, an hour I mean, more. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of burnt out on the abortion topic, to be honest. If y'all want to talk about something else, but if you want to keep going on abortion, we can. I don't care. Yeah, uh, to be honest. So let's let's discuss something. Do we think that doxing is wrong in all cases, or just when it comes to people who aren't furries? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, I as a, as somebody who has been doxxed multiple times, I gotta <laughs> say it, it it fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I doxing is bad, but yeah, doxing is just. I mean, because it's just it's just. It, it makes you look stupid, stupid too. If you yeah. dox someone that you're in an argument with, and it, for like it, it's just embarrassing for you. People are gonna hate you because it's an objectively trashy thing to do, and. It, it, like it makes it look like you lost the argument and didn't have anything to say. Like I, I don't know. Like it's, it's such a stupid idea. I, I don't know. I'm sorry you got docs, Nick. I I do yeah, not know. Stupid. Yeah, I do not know what anyone was thinking. Um, and then the, the and they the made the fake screenshots of me saying the n word. That's so lame. That like, was just, like, yeah, that was, bro. That's that not even cool. lame. That's just cruel, that's, dude. Like, that's literally that, that's like bad. that's like illegal though, because like they yeah. sent that shit to my college. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. You going to Arkansas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where you go? Do a lot of kids from Texas go to the University of Arkansas? I don't know about the rest of Texas, but a lot of people in my area do. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I college. I, I I'm thinking about deferring, honestly, or not deferring, but like like waiting a year. I'm definitely not Because yeah. I'm not sure to pay 35k for online classes. You know what I mean? Like college is mad expensive, and like I don't think I'm getting any. So do you think do you think that they're actually gonna like not have college classes in like the fall? I don't know. I think, I, I I think know, it's a possibility. Man. There's no like because I have I have the opportunity to stay where I live and do work um theoretically, but like I, I don't know. I'll see. I'll, I think I'll that's more to. likely that they say like upperclassmen and people who are currently enrolled. You guys keep on doing online classes. Uh, incoming freshmen just chill out and don't do anything. Why is everybody saying Groypers one? None of us are Groypers. Do y'all know Dude. what groupers are? Like the Knicks and as fanboys? They're like the. There, there's over 1,100 people in here, and I don't know how many. They're how all from my so... channel. They're all from my channel. How did so many groupers get? Like, are they coming from you, Nick? Is somebody like yeah. drop our link? Are the groupers coming from you, bro? No, it's because Nick Fuente. He's. It's because he tweeted at me earlier today, and he was like, "You're a fake conservative." How big he's is like, he? How big? How many followers? He has like 100,000 on Twitter. What? Oh wow. That's and I'm just like, no, I'm just, I'm not, it's not that. I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not an anti-Semitic. It's just different. Dude yeah. makes like six, 6K a night on his YouTube show. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I Bro, I, I honestly, I, I, I do not understand. I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I do not understand how people are anti-Semitic. I, I don't know, like, like, like what you. Jewish heritage myself and has yeah. had six ancestors killed in. Auschwitz. I don't. I don't understand. 
I just don't know. Like, I don't like, I I think that um, it's hard for me to even pinpoint anything that I could blame Jewish people for. You know what I mean? Like, my mom is ethnically Jewish, so I guess I have. Well, like, the Groypers don't like, like Jewish people because they're like the people of Israel, and they don't. The Groypers don't like Israel. Oh, really? Yeah, they oh. don't like Israel at all. Like, they hate Israel. Like, even I don't know. Like, most leftists don't aren't too big of fans of Israel either. I, I'm but. not a. I, I'm not a fan of Netanyahu. That's for sure. I, well, yeah. I'm not going to comment. Yeah, on I'm, not like a, I'm not like. I'm not like. Netanyahu is awful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care too much for Israeli politics. I just care that Israel is able to have their land. I'm not a big Palestine guy myself. We might have. I've debated people about that before. I so look, I, I, I think that um, obviously a two-state solution. I think most people can agree that a two-state solution is probably the best thing. Um, yeah, at a certain point, point, it doesn't really matter what you believe because there are real people living there and real people are going to have to deal with the consequences of what happens. So Yeah. You know, I think that the way that you maximize utility is definitely a two-state solution, but then uh, that is difficult. Um, that is difficult when uh, Netanyahu just does not believe Palestine deserves any territory. So I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a sticky situation, but I think we should stay away from that because it's very controversial, and I'm sure um, someone will say something that someone else will misinterpret or, or clip and just be like, make other people go crazy with it Nick's yeah, yeah, yeah. well we're gonna end this now okay yeah okay good, good talk guys good talk yeah good talk uh.